everyone and welcome to another episode of Chats with My Daughter. I'm Kathy and this is my daughter. Ella. How are you today, Ella? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I've had a pretty good day. Happy to hear that. Um, before we launch into our podcast today, I do want to apologize for last week's episode. There were some loud booms. <laughs> Which, that loud booms would be my brother and his friend playing upstairs. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. I, we could hear them when we, were, when we were recording, but we didn't realize the microphone was going to pick it up so well. And when we went back to listen, it was pretty shocking um, to the <laughs> ear. So, sorry about that. Um, anyway, our topic today is we're going back to the book, the 14, oh, come on, you love it, the 14 conversations to have um, before you turn 14, and um, our friend Sherry and her daughter Dylan, shout out to you guys, um, had recommended chapter six, so... That's what we went with this week. It is called Changing Friendships. So, wow. yeah, yeah, you're 12 now, so I think you've experienced the changing. Did they read the chapter? Oh, yeah, they, I think they've read the whole book. Wow, I know. good job, guys. I know, I was like, I just read a chapter here and there and when we're going to discuss it. So it's very digestible for me because it's only <laughs> like a couple pages per chapter and so I did read the chapter, and um, the changing friendships definitely is something that I think from here on out you're going to deal with. I have dealt with. You have dealt with it, yeah. You um, you kind of had more struggles, in my opinion, in elementary school. Would you agree with that? Oh, big sigh. I mean, dramaful, yes. Okay. But friendship changing, not really. It was more. Oh. It was more just like those friends that's like your quote-unquote friend mm -hmm. but like it was kind of, it was just kind of actually funny when you go back to it because like one day I'd be friends with them and then the next day not and then one day yeah and then the next day not so it wasn't like a big change wait are you talking I don't even I couldn't even follow that are you talking about that's how it was in middle school or elementary school yeah. and now your friends are pretty much your friends or what yeah. are you saying so so like in elementary school it was like it changed a lot, so it wasn't, like, a big change for me when, like, when one day I would like someone and one day I wouldn't. Oh, so is that still how you are? No. Oh. So now in middle school, like, sometimes my close friends start parting away from me or friends that, like, I thought were my close friends, like, I would never expect to not be friends with them, like, aren't my friends anymore. Oh, so you, what I'm, I'm trying to understand what you're saying, honey, what you're saying is it's a continuation from what's been happening in elementary school. No. Okay, I don't understand. It sounds <laughs> Basically, like... Basically, in elementary school, it was the people that I wasn't that close with yes. that would keep going on and off. And now oh. it's like my friends that are closer with that I wouldn't really expect to not be my friends anymore. Oh, so you have close friends drop you in middle school? But yeah. But you never had that in elementary school? Yeah. Oh, It was okay. more like close friends stay and your friends kind of leave, but now it's changing. Huh. I, I didn't realize that because I think the way you handle it is so much better now in middle school. Mm -hmm. In my recollection of elementary school, um, you would be like heartbroken and super hurt if someone was, and I'm using this term that I don't really like, but bullying you or at least being kind of mm -hmm. aggressive towards you. Like if you had a, 
a friend or a not friend who was kind of mean to you and like, you can't sit here, you can't play with us, I don't want to do that, and you would come home in tears. And then it would seem like the next year you would talk about that person. I'd be like, wait, isn't that the girl that was so mean to you on the playground last year? And you would be like, oh, we're past that. And I'm like, wow, good for you. Um, I don't feel like you come home in tears anymore over... No, which is why, like, in elementary school it happened a lot with not close friends, but now it doesn't happen a lot, but with closer friends. Uh, see, I would think that would cause more tears. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's mostly, like, friends that I've known for a while who, like, I'm not as over, like, I'm not as overdramatic anymore, so Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. But, like, if I try to talk to them or something, they just, like, don't listen to me or, like, sometimes I'll try to do something with them, but they'll leave me out. So it's, like, it's, like, different. Oh, it's hard to explain, but it's Yeah, different. I'm having a hard time understanding what you're saying, yeah. but I'm trying to follow along. I, let me tell you what um, Chapter 6 of this book kind of said, though. Basically, it talks about how middle school can be like practice. So from now until maybe eternity, <laughs> you know, friendships are going to change and evolve. And middle school is a good time to be practicing that. And, and like you said, handling it that, you know, someone's yeah. hot one day and cold the next. Um. Actually, Mom, I guess, okay, I just remembered, <laughs> like, I guess it happens less now, and I'm not as shocked anymore. Okay. So, in middle, in elementary school, it was, like, a big surprise for me, and I was kind of dramatic about it, but now I'm just so used to it that, like, I know who to stay away from and who to, like, be with. Like, I know my boundaries with people, whereas elementary school, I think maybe I didn't get the signals when people were, like, they didn't want to be my friend. Mm-hmm. And I would just keep hanging out with them until, like, one day they let me know that they didn't want to be my friend. Hmm. So it's just less shocking to me anymore, I guess. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm sad, though, I guess, as your mom, to hear that it's your close friends doing it to you. That, that yeah. makes me sad. My, more of my close friends, like, leaving me out sometimes. Yeah, that, that's painful. Um, you know, I, I think something that they point out in this book that I think is so true and I feel like you have kind of always wanted to have that best friend that was always loyal to you and always had your back. Like the best friend in movies. Yes, that's exactly what the book says, that our culture kind of romanticizes that best friendship like in movies, that sidekick, and that's just not always realistic. Yeah. Um, In fact, according to this book, most people don't find that best best friend and if they do it's only like one percent that find that person in middle school Mm. so the likelihood that you're going to remain besties for life from middle school on is super super low so you shouldn't have all your heart set on that you know that idea and um and you know what that's always been true for me truly truly I, i think um when i was your age i had uh, let's see. So you're in seventh grade. Gosh, well, seventh grade was a rough year for me because that's when I started middle school. And one, I had two best friends in Did elementary school. Did you start school. middle school in seventh? Oh, is that how it used to be? Well, it just was where I lived. The, el- the elementary school went through sixth. Um, when I was in fifth and sixth grade, I had two best friends. When we went on to seventh grade, one of those girls moved out of town. And the other girl, and I think I've told you this before, became really like popular and 
And she was still nice to me, but she was just really into boys and really into the in crowd. And I wasn't comfortable with Mm -hmm. them. And so I kind of removed myself from there. And I did find some good friends, but I never again had that bestie bestie until late high school. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you know what? That bestie bestie from high school is not still my bestie bestie. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's really, really not uncommon to have that ride or die, even though I think there's a part of us that feels like it's weird to not have it. Um, it's not uncommon. Uh, I like, and like, even though if I know that it won't last forever, it's nice to have one for a time. Yes. Like, even if it changes, just, like, someone who, like, you trust. Yeah. Yeah. No, Sometimes I... it's hard because I've had so many people break my trust. Oh. Like, a lot. Whether it's, like, leaving me out or not being loyal to me or, like, when I have my own opinion, not just, like, respecting it, kind of, like, arguing with me over it. Really? Yeah. Like, instead of them being on my side, they kind of, like, go for the opposing side and try to prove me wrong yeah I do think there are people who have that in their nature to Mm -hmm. be and I call that the devil's advocate which can sometimes feel not supportive Mm -hmm. yep and I I have seen a friend or two of yours do that to you and I have felt mama bearish and been like hey just listen to her and (laughs) and support her you don't have to go like against her and be like well you were kind of being overly sensitive yeah 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 Yeah, that's tough I mean do you also sometimes with close friends I think close friends have a little bit of competition in like a nice way so like they might be like it's hard to again it's like hard to explain (laughs) I can't get my words out but friends a lot of time have competition especially when you're close with them like there might, there's always a little bit of competition, like, who's going to get the solo, who's going to get in this dance, who's going to oh, get the lead, oh. stuff like that. So you're talking so about, like, like in, um, you do go to an art school, not everyone does, so yeah, you're talking so about, maybe, like, your theater class, or, your yeah, art or class. even outside of school, maybe some people are just, like, some relationships are more competitive, Yeah. and so, like, they might always want to be right in a situation, or always be, like, the best, or something like that. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that, I mean... So do you feel like you fit in well with your friend group, or do you wish things were different? I I feel like I do, but I also sometimes keep my distance, because I feel like in order to have a good friend group, you need to, like, spend time with each other, but also not, because okay. if you spend every second with each other, sometimes just you get sick of each other. Yeah, that's true. So I feel like I fit in when I want to, mm-hmm. and sometimes when they're doing something that's, like, not what I would do I would I just back out of it like if they're talking drama or something like that I'm just like I don't really want to be a part of this but like sometimes I do wish that like people would listen to me more Mm -hmm. because sometimes I feel like it kind of goes hand in hand with being left out if I'm like saying something or like laughing at a joke that I think is funny or like even telling a joke sometimes I feel like people aren't listening to me so Mm. like I'll be talking about something and I'll be like thinking the whole time that they're listening and then I'll realize that they weren't even listening the whole time or like they'll ignore me like I'll be like hey I'll just use a random name Jalissa mm-hmm. I don't even okay find yeah. but hey Jal- <laughs> I'm really struggling to follow you uh, honestly like I'll be like hey Jalissa <laughs> and they'll just ignore me and I'll be like Jalissa and they'll ignore me and like I can tell they're doing it on purpose so you have friends at school who you say, hi, friend, and they don't say hi back. Yeah. And why do you think they act like that? Well, some of the friend, some of 
the friends that I have in my class, mm-hmm. I also have, there's also, like, popular kids, quote-unquote sure. popular kids in that sure. class, and they might, like, try to be popular or act cool, so if I'm, like, saying their name, they'll just ignore me. So saying hi to Ella is not a cool thing to do at your school? I don't know, or, like, no, it's not like that. <laughs> it's, like, if they're in a conversation with them, and I'm, like, trying to speak, and they just don't answer. Huh. I, I do think that's weird, and I'm, like, seriously having a hard time comprehending some of this, because um, I don't know if you've just chosen some friends with really domineering personalities, where they yeah. don't want to get interrupted, or they don't want to be disagreed with at all, or... Or it's, like, they'll act cool from the popular kids, and then when it's just me in their class, uh-huh. like, that they really have as a friend, then they'll talk to me. Huh. I don't like that at all. <laughs> But I guess that's part of life too, I know, right? But it's also hard because I know that like it's not kind when they like ignore me. Like they're so kind to me when like they not ignore me. I I'm, I just think the blatant ignoring is rude. Like you can't just say hey when someone says hi to you, yeah. and then go on talking or whatever. I don't know. That's that's unsettling. I don't like it. Um, just have some lots of middle schools. <laughs> wow. Well, it's not uncommon for elementary school friendships to disintegrate in middle school. I mean, that, mm-hmm. I think we all kind of see that coming because middle school is such a time of change. So if you have a friend that's really into dolls and you're not into dolls anymore, you might not be as close. Or a friend who gets really into soccer and you're not into soccer, it's not uncommon for you to yeah. not be as close anymore. I, I think um, something that always kind of makes me go, wow, is your dad is still really close buddies with a bunch of his buddies from uh, elementary, middle, and high school, where he grew and up. And college, right? And college, yeah. Yeah, and maybe it's different for dudes. I don't I don't know. Yeah. But um, he has maintained some very, very long-term <laughs> friendships. That's, that's, that's pretty impressive. Um, so one thing that I thought was important from the book is that it said you can't expect perfection from friendships. Um, and I think that's true, kind of like what you were talking about, the romanticizing. romanticizing. Yeah, you know, different people can fill different needs. You can have your good friend that you like to karaoke with yeah. and your other good friend who you like to do dances with and your other good friend who every once in a while comes over and plays dolls. You know, it, it doesn't have to be one person to fill all your needs. And um, and I like that. I like mm-hmm. keeping that in mind. Um, do you feel that way? Do you feel like you have different friends that fill different gaps in your life? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so, Elle, what kind of friend do you want to be? I want to be... Um, a kind friend yeah and like a friend that's trustworthy and like loyal Mm -hmm. and I want to be like a friend to everyone yeah like no matter their popularity or what they look like or their status Mm -hmm. um because I think it's nice to have just like one friend that you can like count on and will like be there for you and even if they don't agree with you will just like listen to you Mm mm-hmm and I do have friends that are like that, so it's good. Yeah. So you you like to mix it up and be friends with all sorts of people and not shut people out. And Yeah. I, I actually noticed that about you, and I, I think... I like to be the friend that... Like, I like to be the... Op- like, I like to be the opposite friend of what I don't like in people. Like, if I don't like how someone ignores 
me, then I won't ignore any of my friends. So you try to be the friend that you would like to have. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to say. That's, exactly. a, that's a perfect goal in life, I think. Yeah, like, you know? if I had the perfect friend, I would be my own friend. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I get that. I, I, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking, gosh, I like to be the friend who listens also. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like to be the friend who entertains a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, you're so embarrassing. Oh, I'm, well, hopefully my friends don't find me embarrassing. Maybe they do. Oh, I think they do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, actually, well, some friends are like, your mom's amazing. And some friends are like, your mom's crazy. Are you talking about people your age or people my age? Both. <laughs> People my age think I'm embarrassing. Yes. Oh, man. Well, like, sorry to all my friends who are embarrassed by me. <laughs> no, they'll just be like, your mom is so hilarious. I, I like to have fun with my friends, yeah. you know? So uh, maybe I embarrass them. Sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I wanted to point out something else from this book that I thought was very interesting. And I did a little bit of a deep dive. Maybe a little deep dive is more of a shallow dive into they talked about a woman named uh, Rosalind Wiseman um, and she talked about the difference between dignity and respect do, do you have any concept of the difference between those two because I really didn't know I don't know I don't really know what dignity means but I know respect means like um you might have different opinion opinions but you still like honor the person no matter what their opinion is so actually that is more dignity. Dignity, according to this woman, That's is always thought respect was. Is um, it's given to people because they're humans, right? So you give people dignity. You should give all people dignity. Um, others could try to take away your dignity, but they you don't let them. You're, it shows that you're a worthy human being. Respect is kind of how you look at someone for how they've achieved something and it's earned, right? Mm. So um, you may respect someone because you're like, wow, she is very successful at work. I really, really respect that. You may also have someone at work that you're like, I don't respect her at all. She is lazy. She is cheating the system. But you Mm. still have to treat that person with dignity so see I feel like that I've always heard of respect being like respect my opinion and stuff Mm -hmm. like um if someone says something and you'd be like I respect that yeah like I like I've never been like I have dignity I have dignity for you (laughs) (laughs) no and I do think we use those words interchangeably Mm -hmm. but I just thought it was very interesting to, There's a slight difference. To, to show the difference because mm-hmm. it's like you may not respect your principal. You may think he's a meanie, but you have to show him some dignity and be, yeah. you know, kind and humane. Um, I guess respect is more of your opinion and dignity is just what you have to have. Yeah. Yeah. And I think some people forget to show other people dignity. Yeah. I, that's the sad thing. Um so this Rosalind Wiseman, I was going to tell you, she wrote a book called um, Queen Bees and Wannabes. We have watched a movie based on that book. Do you have any idea what movie that is? It's Mean Girls. Really? So, yeah, so think about Queen Bees and Want to Bees. Like, 
Oh. Uh, remember in that it's movie? based on that book? It is. Isn't that funny? So remember in that movie, uh, Lindsay Lohan wasn't popular, mm-hmm. but she kind of wanted to be, and yeah, and so she tried to be a queen bee. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting, but she's actually a well-respected, um, I guess, psychologist, or I, I may be putting um, a label on her that she didn't earn, but anyway, um, I thought that was interesting. Uh the other thing that I found very good takeaway from the book, and this is kind of repeating itself, but you know, if you think of friendship as a pyramid, you could have that best friend on the top, yeah. but that might not be the best way to do yeah. it. It might be better to think of friendship as a circle and your best friends are inside of it. And, and I think that's, that's kind of how I operate. I have my close, close friends, um, and they're in my inner circle that I trust, mm. trust. And then other people are my friends and then my acquaintances. And, I have you know. mine as a triangle. You do have yours as a yeah, triangle, so you I can have, have someone at that tippy top. Yeah. That's nice. I have one, like, BFFFF. And then the rest, like, I don't want to say at the bottom, but, like, they're not as, like, close. Hmm. Okay. I have, like, best friend. I have, like, I have friends. Yes. Close friends. Yes best friends and then my one bff okay okay girl okay um why do you think that girls are jealous of other girls successes so you kind of alluded earlier to there being like competition in relationships yeah, i feel like um just everyone's like girls are just jealous of each other's success because everyone wants to like every girl wants to be successful like in school in popularity and everything and um i feel like when they don't have success it they almost feel like unaccomplished because mm-hmm. even though no one ever says it i feel like at middle school and even in elementary school every school what there is there's always kind of like this mold a mold yeah like a mold that like it's quote unquote you have to fit in it okay and if you don't fit into it it's kind of like i i don't really care i don't care but like a lot of girls in middle school like they want to be like perfect they want to fit exactly where it is like they want to fit in they they're all kind of like each other mm-hmm. like duplicates they don't i mean they kind of look the same mm-hmm. and they kind of act yeah. the same and i think their behavior feeds off of each other too yes yes but, because sometimes I'll have a friend that I'm like, why'd you just, like, uh, she's so nice. Why would she do something like that? And I think it's because they're encouraged around the, the other's behavior to be cool or be perfect or something. But I think people are just jealous of each other because everyone, or, like, lot, most girls, because I'm not, but most girls want to be, like, that perfect thing. And if they're not, they kind of react in an angry way mm-hmm. even though it's just jealousy mm-hmm. they might not let people show that they're jealous but like they might be like you suck or something like to the other girls or start treating them badly because they're just jealous well i hope as you age um that changes because there's definitely like a new age thing of um instead of trying to knock that girl's crown off why don't you fix it for her so it's not so crooked 
Yeah. You know, and, and I love that. I love women empowering women. And I think it can start in middle school with girls empowering girls and being supportive of each other and being, I know that there's always going to be a little disappointment involved if like, for instance, you don't get the lead in a play, but to swallow that, take a deep breath and then be happy for the person who did get the lead. You know, um, I, I think that's the better way to go through life. Yeah. I know it's a hard way, you know, being jealous and ugly is maybe the easier emotion to express, uh -huh. but I think um, girls empowering girls is so much more beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be hard because I know for a fact that sometimes it's hard to be happy for someone. I know. But you just... If you're not, then it kind of is a chain. Like, there's this, like there's a bunch of videos on YouTube about this mm -hmm. where, like, it kind of shows how kindness is a boomerang. So if you're kind to someone else, they're kind to other people. Which we talked about last which week. I feel like it's the same thing with, like, being rude. Oh, tell me more. So, yes. So, like, if you're, if you're rude to somebody, mm -hmm. then they all of a sudden get these, like, rude feelings that they want to say back. But instead, sometimes they might lash on another person. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of is a chain of events. Mm -hmm. And especially, like, it could come out in a bad way that you don't really mean towards the person. It's just mm -hmm. because you're angry. So I feel like it's kind of the same thing. And you would rather want to spread the kindness than the rudeness. I 100% agree. And I know you and I have talked about, you know, showing compassion to someone who is rude and angry. Mm -hmm. Like, well, maybe they're going through a bad time but I also think you shouldn't let those bad times make you lash out onto other people yeah. if you can help it you know if you can help it you should take a deep breath and and keep moving in a positive direction because we all are going through something you know I think I think with friendships you can accept some rude behavior some bad behavior um, but the apology means everything. Um, I know that I have seen a lot of my friendships as an adult go through seasons where we're really close for a little while and then less close for a little while. And I think some of that's situational. Um, mm -hmm. Kind of like you, when you're in a play, you get really close with your castmates and then you might not have a play with them for six months and you're like, oh yeah, I don't really talk to them anymore. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's interesting. I, I think um, I was really, really close with a group of ladies when you guys were in preschool, you know? Mm -hmm. And then we all sort of slowly started going back to work and our kids went to different elementary schools and you just aren't as close anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I also had a my BFF, I don't know if I've ever told you this story, she, so my high school BFF who turned into my college BFF, even though we didn't go to the same college, she broke my heart. She asked me to co-sign on a loan for her. So when we were in our young 20s, um, I had good credit score. I was good with my money. And she asked me to co-sign on a loan for her. And I really didn't understand why she needed I think it was for like $10,000 I was like why do you need this money and and she didn't really give me a great answer she's like I just do I I really need it my parents can't help me out right now and and I mean I love this person like a sister and I and I knew enough in the back of my brain like ooh co-signing on a loan might not be a good idea but what I, does that mean it means that 
um, she used the fact that I had good credit to vouch for her ability to pay back the loan. So you paid for it? No, it, I wasn't supposed to be paying for it. I was supposed to pay for it if she didn't. And she was kind of using my name as like, a, yeah, she has a good reputation. You can trust her bank. Give her some money. But even even then, I was like, please don't have her not pay this loan. Like that would really, really upset me. I've always, you know, been really good with my money. You you have to take care of this loan. And she's like, of course. And sure enough, she defaulted on the loan a couple years later. And a credit company was calling me at work. I was mortified, I was so upset, I was brokenhearted, and it ruined our friendship. And the reason, I mean, it's a horrible story, the whole reason she wasn't paying the loan money back is because she ended up having a gambling problem, which is a whole other podcast in of itself, but um, that was the first time in my life that like a friend truly, truly broke my heart and I had to break up with them. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't want to, talk to you anymore how could you do this to me kind of thing mm-hmm. um i think i still don't get it so she basically put your bank account on it sort of i don't know if i can explain it in in a way for you to understand it but you know there will come a time like let's say when you're in your young 20s and you're like i need money to buy a car but they don't want to loan a 20 year old money i'm going to ask my mom to co-sign on the loan and that means that the the car company will then call me and say, hey, you know, if Ella doesn't pay this loan, you're going to have to pay it. And I'll be like, yes, I know. I'll make sure she pays it, you know. It's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And even though we were the same age. So you're like the backup? You're the backup, yeah. And even though we were the same age, I had better credit because I was always really good with my money and mm-hmm. good at paying back my loans and my credit cards and all that stuff. So that's why she used me. Um, but... She literally used me, mm-hmm. and it didn't turn out so well. Um, and I, I, in addition, I have felt a lot of friendships um, get strained in the last few years mm-hmm. over things like politics and the pandemic, and and that's hard, hard too. But um, you know, you, you gotta stay with the people who are your real friends, and you can have the same beliefs I think I mean no you don't think so you no I don't think it matters what you believe in I just think it matters if your personality matches yeah yeah I, I don't I, think you should your friendship should be separated over something as stupid as politics yeah no I, I, I and maybe politics isn't the right word or if you're Catholic and not, or no, no, no. I, no, no so no. I don't think beliefs goes into goes into it at all. Well, in my opinion, okay, but in my opinion, um, something like you know, making sure that people aren't racist and that people treat other people fairly is very, very important in the core of my being. Yeah. And so if it comes out that someone that I thought was a friend actually is racist or doesn't treat everyone equally i have a hard time continuing that friendship does that make sense yeah Yeah, that makes sense actually yeah yeah but you're right you're talking about like in general i yeah i get i guess you're right i shouldn't have said politics i should have phrased it another way but um it's just certain things have come to light in the last few years that have kind of shocked me and made me go oh maybe 
we're not as close as we once were. But anyway, um, my last final question for you, Ella, is kind of a switching gears thing. And it goes back to friendships. Mm -hmm. Is it important to you, and if it is, why, for your friends to like the things you post? Now, you only have TikTok. You don't have mm -hmm. Facebook and Instagram and all these Snapchat. other things. Snapchat. You uh, can't no. like on Snapchat, though. But <laughs> um, anyways. You're not getting Snapchat. <laughs> um, um, it's not important to me. Oh, that's I'm glad to hear that. Because I post it for the fun of it. Okay. And, like, I just post it kind of for myself so I can go back and see or just... It's fun for me for TikTok, for TikToks because I can, like, learn a song and sing the lyrics to it and post it or learn a dance. Mm -hmm. And it just... Especially during quarantine, it was so yeah. nice because I was like, I'm bored. I'm going to learn a TikTok dance. And I posted so much because of that. But um, I probably dropped people insane because they'd be like, Ella's video again, Ella's video again, Ella's... And they would just scroll through. But um, it doesn't really matter to me because I don't care if another person doesn't like it because I like it. So you would never go up to someone in school and be like, did you see my video on TikTok? How come you didn't like it? No. Oh. You know what? I'm proud of you then. I am, yeah. I am the... And the only thing that offends me on TikTok sometimes, but I've gotten way better at it, is when, like, a whole thing that goes along with social media is, like, seeing other people with other people. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I could have been hanging out with you, you know? Yeah. Yes. But, like, it doesn't bother me as much anymore because, like, you I post TikTok with other people, and so I, I can't take it personally if... I do the same thing. Right, right. And when I do the same thing, I'm like, I know they don't mean it from a mean place. They're just having fun with their friends and they want to have memories and post Absolutely. things. Absolutely. So I completely get it. Well, gosh, I feel like after having this discussion with you, you have a pretty good head on your shoulders. I yeah. really, really do. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I, um, I think you've learned some lessons that it took me 44 years to learn. And... Um, you know, I think if I could give you one piece of advice, it would be to water all the friendships that are important to you. Mm. Um, and they say one of the best ways to water your friendships walk. is go for a walk and talk. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was better at that for a while. I've gotten bad at going for walks and talks, but um, you get busy and, mm. and stuff. But um, this was a good episode. This was a good episode. Yeah, I, I'm I'm happy to hear that you seem to have it figured out. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, you'll be okay as friendships change as you grow. I love you. <laughs> love you too. Okay. Anyways, well, goodbye, chatters. This was another successful conversation. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook Correct. at Chats with My Daughter, and you can listen to us on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen. Yep. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>